Grace also should lead us to serve others with love. To serve others. I mean, we could serve others, but it may not be in love. You know, I'm doing it because they told me I had to do it and they told me I had to come. No. Grace should lead you to the place where you can serve others with love. I was listening to a, um, a, a pastor and he was talking about people that get stagnant in their life. They get stagnant in their jobs. They get stagnant in their church. Everything is just the same. They, they, they see no change. There's nothing's going on and, and they're stagnant. He said, well, the problem is, is within you. That's right. The stagnation is within you because everything still moves. Everything is still going along, and if you feel like you're, you're stagnant, then you need to do something. That's right. He said, you know, you should take the time to help somebody else. Take the time to get involved in someone else's life. Take the time to lead someone to the Lord, yeah. just to help them. To get involved in your church. Do something that you've never done before. Take it on an organization, a lead, lead organization that you've never done before. Right. Get out of that stagnation. Say, you'll start to see your spirit begin to... to to come alive again because you're now involved. You're doing, you're doing, I'm not saying works, works to, to prove how good you are, but you're doing something to help someone else. You're expending, you know, you're getting yourself, your mind, your thoughts off of you and onto someone else. And because of the grace of God, because God loved us so much, we should in turn just want to say, Lord, I thank you. I, I want to help somebody. I want, I want somebody else to have this grace. I want somebody else to know that they don't have to burn eternally in hell because of what Jesus did on the cross for them. So, you know, I, I, I'm just putting this out for you. This sometime this week, tell somebody that, you know what? Jesus died for you and he loves you and God's grace will save you when you accept Jesus as your savior. Just tell one somebody. Just one somebody that doesn't already know I mean, because you can walk after church and tell us you know tell me or somebody else you know what jesus did but i want you to tell somebody a stranger that's right somebody in the store so wherever mm-hmm. you know jesus died for you yes he loves you and when you accept him as savior he's got grace mercy beyond measure for you yes just one person i'm not telling you to go out in the street corners with a tambourine and start banging i just just one somebody to let them know that God loves them. Because the people in today's society, they don't believe God is real. You know, and especially when they look at uh, saints of God that go to church, some of them, they look like they've been sucking on lemons for months. And they say, you want me to come serve God? Look at your face. Where's the joy? Where's the happiness? You know, when you know Lord, the Lord has done so much for us, that should stir up the joy that's within you. Hallelujah. I thank God for that grace. I thank God. Hallelujah. You know, we, uh, Elder Dave spoke uh, a message about being a bench warmer. We don't want to be a bench warmer. We want to be involved in the things of God. We want to be able to have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to us. Sometimes we sit and listen to the lies of the devil, and he tells you to do this, and he tells you to do that. And you, you, you start doing what he's telling you to do, and he's not your daddy. You don't have to listen to him. He's not your daddy. So no, I refuse to listen to your lies. I'm going to do what the Lord is telling me and deep down in my heart to do. And we all know what the Lord wants us to do. We all, whether we choose to hear it, whether we choose to do it, or push it back and say the devil is a lie, whatever, however you do it, you know, he's, he's constantly talking to us. But it's our job to hear, hallelujah, and to begin to get excited about the things that God has done. Thank the Lord that grace has given us what we did not deserve. 
So why don't we show grace to someone else? Why don't we let someone else off the hook? You know, you may be upset with someone. They may have hurt you, may have said something to you years ago. Why don't you get them off your hook? Let them off the hook. Show them the same grace that God showed you. Give them that unmerited favor. Give them that love of God that, that, you, that you probably weren't shown by them. But give them the grace that God gave you. Let them off the hook. Say, you know what? I'm not going to let that bother me anymore. I'm not going to let that, you know, they, they, they shrugged their shoulders at me. They turned their head or whatever. And I went to the job and, you know, they don't talk to me. Let that go. Let them off your hook. Forgive them. So, you know what? I, they may have been having a bad day. It could, something could have been on their mind. I know with me, you know, sometimes if I'm in deep thought and someone's talking to me, I have shut them out and didn't even know I shut them out. And, and you know, and, and the conversation's going and I'm gone. Thinking of something, and you know, th that might hurt somebody if they, if, if they think you, you, you're dissing them, as they can say. Yeah. But I, I meant no harm, just something else came across my mind and it took me somewhere else, whatever. But you, know, you don't know what happens with a person and what situations happen and, and we get tied up into how they made me feel or they hurt my feelings. Let them off the hook. Show them the grace that God showed you. Give them that grace. So I thank the Lord that um, grace, we have grace to receive. So let's start with our... Um, Scripture verse that we started out last week with Ephesians 2 and 8. Hallelujah. So I'm going to read that in the King James and in the Amplified. Thank you, Lord, because the grace, hallelujah, we thank him for all that he has done. Ephesians 2 and 8. And we're going to do 9 also. It says, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, yes. not of works, lest any man should boast. If we could save ourselves, we would be boasting. Yes. If we say, well, I'm going to fast for 10 years and I'm going to come before the Lord and then I'm going to be saved. If we could save ourselves, then we'd be boasting. I, I saved myself. This is what I did. Say, no, this is a gift of God. Nobody can boast about this. I'm going to read it in the Amplified. For it is by free grace. Free grace. Yes. Didn't have to buy it. Free grace, God's unmerited favor that you are saved is by that free grace, delivered from judgment and made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. And this salvation is not yourselves or of your own doing. It came not through your own striving. You didn't strive to do, you didn't do anything to get saved other than accept Jesus as your savior. But it is a gift of God. Our salvation is the gift of God, is the gift. Thank you, Pastor, the gift of God. Not because of works, not the fulfillment of the law's demands, lest any man should boast. It is not the result of what anyone could possibly do, so no one can pride himself in it or take glory to himself. Free grace. For it is by free grace, that unmerited favor that we're saved, hallelujah, not what we did, nothing of our own. We couldn't live good enough. We couldn't buy it. All the money in the world was not enough to pay for our salvation. Do you understand that? All the billionaires, all the money that they have combined was not enough, could not be enough to save us. Do you realize the price that Jesus paid for our salvation? The price that he paid couldn't be bought, you know, because if it could be bought, the, the billionaires would have it. And, 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 and we that are not billionaires, well, you, you're not going to have no salvation because I bought it all. 
thank God. Thank God it is a gift from God. Hallelujah. And our job is to receive that gift that he has provided. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus paid the bill with his life so that we can live. Thank you, Lord. I thank him for his grace and his mercy. When we, des when we deserve judgment, he made us partakers. He said, I am made partakers of Christ's salvation. Christ's salvation as deliverance of healing, prosperity, preservation, soundness, whatever needs, whatever is lacking in your life, that part of salvation belongs to you. It's already been provided for you by the grace of God through the faith of Jesus. It's ours. We are to be partakers. We are to accept that for ourselves. And as I was saying last week, we partake by the words that are coming out of our mouths. We speak, we speak, we speak. And that's how we partake by faith. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord that he's given us healing and deliverance and freedom. And of that grace that Jesus provided, he says, let's be partakers. So I'm going to, like an example, I think I gave one of these last week. Example, if you have lack in your life, you just say, I partake of the provisions that grace, that grace has made available to me. In Jesus' name. I partake. I partake of the provisions that grace provided. You didn't provide, grace provided. Hallelujah. You know, so there are people that are in bondage, they're in, in, in addictions of all kinds, when all they have to do is partake of the grace. Begin to speak that grace. I partake of the grace because a lot of times when people are in, in, in condemnation and in bondage because they're, they're, they've sinned and they're in condemnation, so they sin again because they're in condemnation, and they sin again because they're in condemnation when they could only get to the point and realize, Lord, I receive, hallelujah, I partake of your grace for the provision of my deliverance, hallelujah. I'm using your grace for the deliverance, hallelujah. That grace has already been provided for my deliverance through Jesus Christ. Yes. But as long as they're trying to do it on their own, it's not going to happen. Right. But when I say, Lord, it's by your grace. Your grace. You're unmerited favor. Yes. I can partake of my deliverance. I can partake of my provisions. I can partake of my healing. Hallelujah. Through, because of what grace has already provided. I'm going to partake the deliverance that grace has provided. I'm going to partake of the healing that grace has provided through Jesus Christ. I'm going to partake. You should partake. Whatever area is lacking in your life, put that name to it when we say, well, I'm going to partake of the whatever it is you need through the grace of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. By the grace of God and through the faith in Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and, and um, if you're lacking wisdom, Lord, I partake of that wisdom. That grace is provided. I need direction in my life. I partake of that right now. Yeah. That grace has already provided. See, when you think about it and you, you, you try to work it out for yourself, yeah. it's not you. It's even not about you. It's about the grace of God. Yeah. The gift, that unmerited favor, that gift that he gave you, the love that he gave you, whatever it is that you need from the Lord, receive it by grace. I thank the Lord. I, I want you to go with me to Psalms 27 and 13. This, this scripture is just such a blessing to me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 27 and 13. It says, I had fainted 
This is David talking, King David talking. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. All that David was going to, he said, I would have just, you know, just fall out and fainted. I would have just passed out. I would have unless I believed to see. You are going to have to believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In this land, in my land, in my life today, I, he said, I would have fainted unless I had believed to receive. And that's what we're going to have to do, believe to see. I believe to see whatever it is I'm believing the Lord for, whatever I'm saying for. I believe to see it. I see it right now. I'm believing it. I believe to see. I would have fainted unless I had believed to see. He said, I would have given up. But I believe to see. I knew that I was going to see the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Nothing just happens. You are going to have to say what you believe. You are going to have to speak what you believe. And you've been speaking it all along, what you're believing. But my job is to get you to start speaking the word of God, to believe what God says, what his word says. I had to believe to see. To get delivered, you have to believe to see. To get healed, you had to believe to see. You believe, then you see. You believe, then you see. The world says seeing is believing, but the word of God says you believe to see. You're looking for a job, you believe to see that I have that, God, that job. I want deliverance, I had to believe to see. You have to believe to see what it is that you're asking the Lord for. Need money? I had to believe to see. And we begin to say, Lord, I believe to see the goodness of you. I believe to see the goodness of the Lord, hallelujah, in my life today. In my life right now, I believe to see the goodness. Whatever it is, I believe to see the goodness. You're going to have to speak. Partaking is speaking. You have to speak it out of your mouth. I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in my life. In my life. In my life today. Partaking is speaking. What do you want? I want to see the goodness of the Lord. I want to see the goodness of the Lord all the time in my life. I want to see his goodness revealed all the time. Everywhere his favor over my life. Everywhere I go, I had to believe to see. I have to believe to see. I have to believe to see. And then you speak the word of God. I believe, therefore, I speak. You must speak. Speak what you're believing. Not speak what you're seeing. Speak what you believe to see. Speak what you believe to see to come to pass in your life. Speak that. I believe to see deliverance. I believe to see salvation. I believe to see prosperity. I believe to see health, healing, deliverance, whatever it is. I believe to see. You know what you're looking for in your life. I can't speak in your life. You can speak in your life. You speak what it is that you want in your life. If you're not seeing a change, it's because you're not speaking it. Plain and simple. Didn't mean to be so blunt, but that's the truth. So you're going to have to believe to see. You're going to have to believe to see and begin to speak what it is that you want to see. Speak it. Speak it. We talk all day long. All day long. All day long long dumbness. Why don't we start speaking some good stuff? I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in my life today. I believe to see. I expect it everywhere I go to see the goodness of the Lord. Isn't that much better than saying, Oh, God, another day. I got to go to this job. I'm so tired of these people. 
Speak some goodness over your life. I believe to see the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the land that delivered in my life today. Hallelujah. While I'm yet alive, while I can enjoy it. I mean, if I'm laying up in the casket, you bring a nice lemon cake with, with the, the icing is drizzling all down and say, here's some cake. Am I going to be able to get that? No, I want my goodness while I'm alive. Right. I can't eat it in the casket. That's while right. I'm alive, I believe to see now the yes. goodness of the Lord yes. in this time, lifetime. While I'm alive, why don't you do the same thing? Right. I believe to see that goodness. Oh, yes, the goodness of yes. the Lord. We've seen enough badness. Call on some goodness in your life. Lord, I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in my life today. Today. You have not because you ask not. Speak it. You have been made a partaker. You didn't earn being a partaker of, of the salvation of Jesus Christ. You are made a partaker. So all of those things was made for you, prepared for you. Your salvation, your deliverance, your healing, soundness of mind, whatever it is, relationships restored, whatever is on your, on your plate. I believe to see that because it's already provided. It's already been provided. The Lord said even before the foundation of the world, I had made it. He, he, he provided it all. But our job is to partake, partake of what grace has already provided. You partake of what grace has already provided. James 1 and 4 says, well, let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, and I receive it right now. But if I, I'm receiving it right now, but I'm partaking of it right now. But I, you know, if it doesn't happen today, I'm still believing to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living today. I'm going to keep on saying it and keep on saying it today. So when tomorrow comes, it's still today. When the next day comes, it's still today until it manifests. That's right. But I'm going to speak. I want to see. I receive the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in this lifetime today. And tomorrow, it's still today. And the next day, it's still today. Let patience have her perfect work in you. And you're standing and believing for healing and it doesn't come instantly. I believe I receive my healing. I have received the healing that grace has provided. Hallelujah. Through the faith of Jesus Christ, I receive it now. It's mine. That's right. Every day you say it. We were coming into church on this morning, and um, Dodie Osteen was on on the the radio with her son, uh, Joel Osteen, and she she had been delivered from cancer, I believe, in 1988. Is that what they said? Was it 1988? Yeah, I think it was 88 because her husband died. And she says every morning she takes her medicine. And that's the scriptures. Now she said, Lord, I thank you that I received my healing. Whatever day that was, I forgot what the day was, 19, whatever, 1988. And then she runs through all of her scriptures. It is 54 scriptures. She reads them every day. She says, I take my medicine every morning. She had cancer of the liver, which they say you don't, you don't get healed from that because there's no, not healed, but you don't get cured from that because there's no cure for um, liver cancer. Well, she's still alive. Since 1988. And she says, you know, I take my medicine every day. I don't leave the house until I take my medicine. And that's the word of God. She believed to receive the goodness of the Lord in her lifetime today. And she speaks it every day. Every day she said, I'm taking my medicine. I, when I get up, I take my medicine. Which is the word of God. And she gets healed. That's right. Yet healed from 1980, and they say you die, you going to die. I mean, when you get that sentence, people say they just shut down because they know it's nothing for that. Yeah. In the natural, but supernaturally, 
the Lord is our heal. I believe to see the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. So you, we, we, you have to partake of what God has provided for you. If you don't partake of it, you're not going to receive it. If you don't speak it, it's not happening for you. I mean, nothing just happens. And I'm just now beginning to get to the message that I was going to bring for this week. But so... <laughs> What can I say? But I know that God loves us so much so that we have to fit, receive all of the finished works of the cross. And um, when the Lord was on the cross, he said, it's finished. And I'm sure they were wondering, what is he talking about? It's finished. He completed the salvation plan. So everything that we need was provided when he went to the cross. And he says, Father, it's finished. I have done all that is required of me yeah. to redeem man back to you. And everything that you have planned for Adam in the Garden of Eden, yeah. it is now finished and restored back to them. So all of the salvation, yes. all of the healing, yeah. all the provisions, soundness of mind, yeah. peace of mind, yeah. the joy from the Lord, everything that man lost through Adam's sin, yeah. he says, is now finished. So now what we have to do is speak it, receive it, and say thank you. That's right. Lord, I believe it. I receive it. Thank you. Thank you, you Lord. Thank you, Lord. I can't work it up. You know, we, we try to work it out with our faith and do it with our faith and do it with our faith. And you know, um, in, in the scripture, go, go back to Ephesians. Let me show you the right place. Yeah, Ephesians 2 and 8. And in Amplified, it says, the um, fortified grace... God's unmerited favor that you are saved, delivered from the judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation through. And right there in, in italics, I don't know, well, it's just regular. It says your own faith by your faith. That's in the Amplified version, and and he's saying that it's our faith as they delivered that, but actually it's not incorrect, but it's incomplete. That's right. Because the faith that we have is the faith from God. So um, it's two verses, and I don't think I'm going to get a chance to get them all to you. So I'm I want you to do is write them down and, and read them. It's um, Romans 12 and 3, Galatians 2 and 20. Read them in the King James, Amplify. You can even try it in the message. What? I, I haven't tried it in the message, but, you know, you can just expand. But those verses are talking to us, and, and I have to tell you. Let me show you this demonstration here. Now. We, maybe we can go to that one verse. Let's go to, um, nah, we're go. Galatians 2 and 20. It says, for I am Christ crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in Christ, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loveth me and have given and gave himself for me. So we are crucified with Christ, so we are in Christ. Everything that Christ went through, through the faith and grace of God, we receive for ourselves. So if we are in Christ, here's Christ, here's we. We are in Christ. Right. So if, whatever Christ has gone through, whatever he's done, because I'm with Christ, yeah. I'm, I have it too. So he says, I am sanctified, I'm crucified with Christ. So not, not me, but the life that I lived through Jesus because he was crucified, now I'm crucified. So I'm in here. I'm in Christ. That's right. So wherever this bucket goes, whatever happens to this bucket happens to me. Yeah. Whatever, because I'm inside the bucket. That's right. I'm inside Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus in me. Because I've been crucified with him. Says, 
I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ. Christ liveth in me. So I'm in him. He's in me. I'm in his bucket. Whatever the Lord experiences, I'm going to experience. As he is in heaven, so are we in this world. So Jesus is now sitting in, high, in heavenly places, and he says, well, I'm seated with him in heavenly places. That's right. So as he is in heaven, so are we in this world. So whatever happens to Jesus happens to us. Mm-hmm. So now he's been delivered, he's raised, he's defeated Satan, he's in heaven on the right hand of the Father. And so now I'm just waiting for them to receive all that I did for them. That's right. So wherever, whatever has happened to Jesus has happened to me. Whatever, when I go through situations, I'm not going through it alone. No. Because I'm in Christ Jesus. It's already done. Yeah. So he said, now I, I've given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Yeah. So I'm with him. So this scripture says, and this is what I want you to get you to see. It says, Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of who? By the faith of the Son of God, who loveth me and gave himself for me. So, whose faith do I have? Whose faith do I have? Jesus' faith. faith. For years, for years, I've been thinking, I had to do this on my faith. But the Lord says, I have given you, first, the the, the other scripture says, he's given us all the measure of faith. So God gave it, first, I gave you the faith. Right. Now I'm telling you whose faith it is I gave you. Right. I gave you Jesus' faith. Right. So the faith to whatever you have to do is not by your faith. No. Whose faith is it? Jesus the faith. faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I am crucified with Christ. I'm in him. He's in me. So whose faith am I using when I stand? It's Jesus' faith. That's it's not right. me because when we stand on our faith, we can get a little shaky. That's because, right. you know, maybe last night I laid somebody out. Or mm-hmm. you, I, I rolled my eyes and I did something, you know, and you would say, oh, I'm going to stand and believe God. And you know the accuser is good. Well, you know what you said last oh, night. Yeah. You know what you did. So the accuser comes to you and there's your faith is shrinking, 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 shrinking. Uh-huh. Because you say, well, I really can't go to God because you know how to. But it ain't your faith. No. That's right. That's it. I've given Thank you. you Good word. Yes, I've Lord. given you my faith. That's you great. now have Jesus' faith. So when I partake of the grace that all that that uh, all the grace is provided for me through the faith of Jesus. So when I go before the Father and I make my petition, I'm not coming in my not not, not my works, lest any man should boast. That's right. Well, I'm coming in the faith of Jesus. So when I pray, it's Jesus' faith. It's not Doris' faith. It's Jesus. I, I try to live as holy as I can. But I may lay somebody out every now and then if you work my nerves. So I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm not perfect. But when I can go before the Lord and he asks me and I ask for forgiveness, I can get it. So when Satan brings it up before my mind, I say, See, I've taken care of that with my father, but I'm not going in my own. No. I'm going into Jesus' faith. Why? Right. I'm right here. He's in me. I'm going in his faith. Yes. Yes. His faith. Jesus. What is it that you want? Do you believe that Jesus' faith can do anything? Yes, it can. Do you have faith in Jesus' faith? Yes. You, you may be a little shaky about your own faith, but do you think Jesus got everything he asked for? Yes, he did. Everything he prayed about. Do you think Jesus yes, got it? Do you, do, do you know he got it? I know yes. he did. I know he did. What did the scripture say? By the faith of the Son of God who loved me. I'm with him, I'm in him, and he's in me. That's right. So if he's in me, I got his faith. That's right. I'm using his faith. I'm going before you in the faith 
of Jesus Christ. Not Doris' faith, the faith of Jesus Christ. I'm going to receive it by grace because I couldn't work for it. That's right. That's right. So the Lord said, look, I have given you, I have given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. I've given you my faith. I've given you my mercy. I've given you my grace. What else do you need? When are you going to start building, talk, turning down, tearing down some mountains yes. in your life because it's not your faith? That's right. You're not going at it with your faith. You're going at it with my faith. Yes. And everything that Jesus did got done. That's right. Okay. Everything. So now when you when you're facing the situation, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm in him. He's in me. That's right. It's not my faith, it's Jesus' faith. That's right. And I got his faith through grace. Yes. God said, look, I gave you the grace. Right. I gave you the faith. What more can I give you? Right. I give you the faith to believe. I give you the grace to believe the faith. Mm. Believe the faith. Yes, Lord. Use the grace. Yes. Take it. Take it. Be a partaker. Yes. Partakers yes. should be partaking. That's right. With <laughs> your mouth. Open up your mouth That's right. and be a partaker. Right. Do you have wow. grace enough to receive? Will you receive all that grace have provided for you through the faith of Jesus Christ? Jesus. Through the faith of Jesus Christ. I have not done nearly as much damage to this message as I want to, but I want you to know. That's right. Oh, I got next to me. Yes. Trying to finish it up this way. But that God has provided for you yes. everything, everything you need. Yes. Thank you, everything Jesus. He's provided and placed it in you. And Satan for years has tried to hoodwink the saints yes. to get us into works. Yes. You work for this. You have to be good enough. You have to be holy enough. You have to fast for 10 hours and, 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 and whatever. Well, you can't be good enough to get God's grace. But because of the grace of God, yes. you will live holy. Yes, you will right. walk holy. Mm -hmm. you, you know, I'm not saying you're going to be perfect. No. Because that's what grace is for. That's right. That's what forgiveness is for. Yes. So if you slip and fall, mm -hmm. get back under that grace. Run back to your father. Ask for that forgiveness. He said, I'm faithful. I'm faithful. Keep stepping. That's Why right. he wants you to keep stepping? Because he don't want Satan to, to build that's a right. stronghold in your mind. Saying, well, I can't get this now because you know what I did. You got to straight... Just like it never happened. That's, right, that's, that's right. what grace is for. That's what grace is for. That's what grace is for. I receive. Do you receive the grace? Hallelujah. The grace. The grace to receive what God has for you. The grace to receive all that the Lord has provided. Stand to your feet. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.